It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. I am Marcus Mosier. He is Landon McCool. And today we are talking about the Cowboys wildcard loss to the San Francisco 49ers. Landon, how did you deal with the loss after the game? Not well, I'll tell you that. I, uh, uh, you know, I kind of had, you know, that whole last end of the game sequence was so, so, so frustrating. Uh, and at, at the end of the game, you know, I, I basically, I mean, near the end of the game, I basically got off Twitter. And then after the game, I kind of just wandered around my, my place just aimlessly. I think at some point I ended up in a bathrobe uh, on the couch and my wife kept on commenting that every single time she saw me, I had gotten progressively flatter and flatter and flatter on the couch <laughs> until finally I was just like a, a pile of, of, of dirty laundry on the couch, basically. Uh, uh, yeah. So not well. How, how did how did how did you how did you handle it? <laughs> uh, I mean, about the same. We had a, a snowstorm here last night. Yeah. Actually, it's going on right now. We're getting like 24 inches of snow oh in the last God. 24 hours. So. Um, Went over to uh, a cousin of mine and watched the uh, the Steeler game with about thirty Steeler fans. Uh, yeah, it was, it was well. It's good to watch them suffer. Then I guess a little bit. Well, I know? walked in with TJ Watt was walking into the end zone with a fumble for the touchdown. It's oh, like, oh great, man. this is the way oh, the day's gonna go. Man. Uh, but no, the Chiefs at least salvaged part of it. Um, all right, later we got we got a lot to get to today. Yeah, uh, the Cowboys do fall to the 49ers by six in a game that was just very strange. What is your biggest takeaway from this game? Oh, are we talking about just from the game itself? Or yeah, let's just do from of... the game, and then we'll do we'll do like with the franchise. You know, I, I think uh, it, it's it's kind of in some ways tied together in large in large swaths. You know, I mean, I, I am definitely. Uh, the optimist on this show, or at least, uh, at least uh, point proposed, proposed to be reported to be. And uh, you know, and, and my whole thing is that I'm, I like to see things play out before I'm, you know, make judgments. Uh, this team was given multiple opportunities, different times to kind of from, you know, for me to say, look, they still have opportunities to get this together. Still have time to get this together. That whole first half was so deflating mm-hmm. um in every sense of the in every sense of the manner just because like it was at the very least you wanted them to come out you wanted to see them come out and do something different or do it or at least have a level of urgency that was um appropriate to what what the what the situation was mm-hmm. uh 
I felt like they rolled out the same vanilla game plan that they had been rolling out the last month and a half. I felt like the execution was poor uh, almost across the board, especially on offense. Um, and then by the time that the defense kind of got it together to make some stops and kind of save things a little bit, uh, I mean, the Cowboys offense was provided at least three or four opportunities to kind of get this game you know, tied up or or gain control of the game, uh, and they couldn't do it, and mm-hmm. they just didn't have the op- they 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 were given opportunity after opportunity, and and they just couldn't do it, and that was incredibly frustrating to watch, knowing the the, the players that this team has on <clears throat> on there, and and knowing who San Francisco was missing. You know, they lost Nick Bosa early in this game, yeah. and the fact that the Cowboys were still unable to do anything on offense for most of the game, uh, up until what like you know, two minutes left to go in the third. Uh, that's just, inc- it's inexcusable. It's, it, it was incredibly frustrating to watch. And it was just disgusting because it was uh, a, a, an opportunity that doesn't come along very often. And and if, <laughs> and if the Cowboys going to continue to play like this, it probably won't come along very, uh, very often, you know, in the future either. Yeah. We'll talk about the future of this team you know, today and through the next hundred shows that we're going to do. Yeah. Right. Uh, I really feel like people are talking about this game in the wrong way. And like, we're f- so focused on that end of the game sequence. And I get it. It's because it's the last play of the game. And you can argue the Cowboys made the right play call there. The, the ref should have been up there ready to, to, to kneel or to get the ball and ready to go. I mean, we could, we could talk about that. I, I got to ask because I have not been on Twitter at all. Is that like the main? Oh yeah. That's what all people, people are, people are talking really? about. Today is okay. Whether that was a good play call, whether the Cowboys were ready for that everything. To me, this game really comes down to the last two and a half minutes, right? You have the ball first down, first and 10 from the 49ers 46-yard line with two and a half minutes left. And that drive goes Dak sack on first down, drop by CeeDee Lamb on, on second down. The play would only gain like three yards anyways. Third and 11, Dak throws the ball out of bounds to intended for Ezekiel Elliott, but Tyron gets a holding call. And then fourth down, an incomplete pass, et cetera, Wilson. Like, that's the game right there, right? Like, you have yeah. every opportunity. Like, you, if you're the Cowboys and you have a chance to win this game in San Francisco territory with two minutes left and three timeouts, and you don't even gain a yard. In fact, you lose yardage. That's where the game is won and lost, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It just, I mean, you you were given two different opportunities there. Two you different even opportunities. The last one. The last one well, I mean, yeah, you should have even had the last one. The last and one was you, the 49ers giving you a chance, right? Yeah, and and you sh- you shouldn't even had that, and, and they still couldn't, you know, avail themselves of it. I mean, look, I, I don't know. I seriously have not seen any of the discourse on Twitter. So I, talking about the last play, I mean, to me. They should have had one second left. In fact, I'm looking at the <laughs> dude, I can't believe this, but I'm looking at the uh what do you call it? The uh full play by play. Yeah, and the, yeah. And literally on the last play, it says Dak spikes the ball with one second left. <laughs> That's the the play of the final play of yeah. the game. Um you know, look, I mean, uh it's it's hard to feel I have a hard time, you know, being ticky tacky about some of the ref stuff uh, in this particular game because, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was there was still some there was still some you know questionable stuff and you know were they calling it equally? That's going to be part of the game, but I mean the most of the Cowboys penalties were all pre snap, 
And I mean, you know, I mean, they can call Trent Williams for 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 false starter or not, but that doesn't affect whether or not the Cowboys get called for for pre-snap penalties, yeah. right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that honestly was a huge part of this game, and 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 obviously, you know, killed certain drives. But but the fact is that even when provided the opportunity, the Cowboys couldn't make the plays. The the, you know, the guys that that needed to uh, be be big time in this game, you know, seemingly didn't show up at at different points and. Um, you know, the guys that you needed to play like your superstars just didn't. I, I want to uh, talk about that because I think that's that's one of my biggest takeaways from this game. But yeah. before we do that, let's tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the New Year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate with 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we were talking about superstars not playing to their ability in this game. And really, that's one of my biggest takeaways, right? Yeah. We can start with Dak. I mean, I I think it's pretty fair to say this is easily Dak's worst playoff performance he's had in his career. One of the worst performances he's had, I mean, in in a long time, right? He had 254 passing yards in this game, one touchdown, one interception, five sacks, a fumble, took some sacks he didn't need to have. Just didn't play well, but he's not the only one. Tyron no. Smith allowed six pressures in this game, had two holding calls. Zach Martin had the most pressures allowed in his career, four in this game. Lyle Collins was up and down. Connor Williams had a big holding penalty. Randy Gregory had three penalties in this game. I mean, it's just your your stars needed to show up, and they didn't. They just didn't. Uh, and, I mean, I it's just an unfortunate, terrible thing, but – uh, you know, they there's just and look, I mean, I think it's time we start having a conversation about CD Lamb, man. Like, I, I don't know what's going on with him, but like, the like the guy has not been able to kind of take the step that we all look. He had 1100 yards, he had a great season, I think, generally speaking. But I think you know, those 1100 yards based on the number of targets that he received. He has got to find some efficiency in his game. And overall, I mean, we'll talk about. I mean, I keep trying to drift off into like, uh, you know, a post. Uh, we'll we'll say that for the last thing. Let's let's but, yeah, stop but even but game. even still in this game within this game, like, you know, they they gave they gave CD Lamb five targets and he could only convert one for twenty one. That drop, you you say that you know wouldn't have been a lot of yardage on that second eleven second eleven drop, but I mean honestly. It w- probably would have been enough that they could have gotten at least better play calls out of the next probably. two plays that they had, probably. right? Like it would have been th- third and probably six instead of third yeah. and eleven. Uh, so you just, you know, you need your your good players to play well, and and at least, and and I think to, to me that's that's what happened again in this game is that 
once again, the Cowboys offense just didn't have anything that they could rely on. I mean, they just have, didn't have any single aspect that they could spam uh, in order to kind of get easy yards and, and, you know, create easy situations. And, and honestly, that's, you know, a, a, a takeaway that we've had for, for weeks. It just feels like this offense is not making it easy on anybody. Uh, you know, you have to, in order to even get to the 17 points that you were able to score, um, you know, you're, you're having to have your punter throw first downs on fake punts and, 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 you know, you're trying to throw laterals and stuff. Look at all the trick play crap that they tried to throw out there and they still couldn't even score points. It's, yeah. it's pathetic. It, it is pathetic. Like I, the, the trick plays are fun and everything, but you shouldn't have to call those when you have all these great players on this team. And the fact that they can't scheme up an offense to score more than 20 points in a wild card playoff game at home with all these players on, on this team is, I mean, it's an indictment on, on the play calling. It's an indictment on the players themselves and, and, you know, doesn't leave you in a great spot for where we go forward. From here. Yeah, I, I wanted to point out one more sequence in this game that I really feel like hurt them. So <laughs> first and 10 uh, at the San Francisco 36-yard line. This is with 13 minutes left. This is the play where the Cowboys had to take the delay a game because they left the punt unit in, whatever. Okay, you take the penalty. It's still first and 15 from the 41-yard line. You have three plays to get a first down. Incomplete pass to Amari Cooper that sails out of bounds a six-yard pass to Malik Turner on a bubble screen, and then on third and nine, you throw the ball three yards behind the line of scrimmage to Tony Pollard, and he gets two yards. And now you're you're kicking a 51-yard field goal down by 13. Just way too many times they just they got in their own way and couldn't figure out a way to get that one play they needed. Those two drives, I really feel like, are the story of this game. They just didn't – they had no idea how to – consistently gain chunk yards. They couldn't do it through the air. They couldn't They couldn't run the ball at all. It's really frustrating, Landon, especially against the defense that we talked about this all week. The secondary is not good. Like, this is one of the worst secondaries no. in the NFL, and the Cowboys really never challenged them at all. They led the and NFL in defensive pass interference calls, never even tried to draw one in this game. And that's what's really frustrating to me is that, you know, like, look, we talk about the kind of spectrum of pass rush and, and, and coverage, right? Like, you know, you can you got to have a good amount of one to, to complement the other in order to get off the field on defense. Right. If you have a pass rush coming, you don't have to cover as long. If you got good coverage, you can pass rush a little bit longer and get there. Right. The Cowboys couldn't do either. Nope. The Cowboys. I mean, the, the Cowboys were, were, you know, unable to at times to kind of get pressure. Uh, and 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 stop things. I mean, there was there were different times when they were the San Francisco was going down the field because Garoppolo had five seconds to throw the football yep. when he had an opportunity. And on the offense, the Cowboys didn't have any of that, right? Like that was the real problem. Is that the moments that the Cowboys did have pass protection, no one was getting open. And 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 for good portions of this game, Dak had real struggles, kind of you know staying in the pocket and, and, and clean, and and it was getting it was closing in on him quite quickly uh, throughout the game. So what do you need to do? Try the quick game, try to get the ball out quick to your guys. And, you know, it just didn't seem like, you know, Cooper had some, had some, had some catches and you know, had a pretty decent day, but still like it didn't seem like the Cowboys were able to get quick, easy throws going, nope. get any kind of rhythm going, you know, do anything to kind of keep the, the pass rush at bay. And, and so basically what happened is that, they continue to just kind of pin their ears back, come after Dak, and since no one was able to kind of get free or get open, 
there's nowhere for Dak to go throw the football. And, and so it, it became kind of this, you know, uh, negative feedback loop that we talk about. Like Cowboys offensive line can't, can't practice, can't uh, pass block long enough without holding somebody. And the Cowboys wide receivers can't get open quick enough for Dak to get the ball out. So they don't have to hold. It's, it, it's extremely frustrating. And then on defense, um, I have mixed feelings about the defense. So they gave yeah. up 341 yards. And a lot of that was in the first half. And then they settled down, right? They, they were much better in the second half at getting stops. Uh, they got a turnover. Uh, I'm, I'm going to read you their second half, uh, mm-hmm. uh, basically play by play. Seven plays, 27 yards punt. One play, 26 yards touchdown. That's after the deck interception. That's the Debo one. Five plays, 15 yards punt. Four plays, 18 yards interception. Nine plays, 23 yards punt. Four plays, 11-yard punt. Like, they did a really good job, the job. Of, yeah, of giving the Cowboys chances on offense, and the offense just didn't do it. So if we knew this was going to be a challenge. Kyle Shanahan's a really good offensive mind. Um, if you told me going into this game the 49ers were only going to score 23 points, you take it, right? I would. And that's that's the thing about that's so frustrating is that it played out exactly how we thought, right? Cowboys have a weakness in stopping the run, but that's okay. Every defense has has weakness. It's okay to have the run game as your weakness on defense if you have an offense that's forcing the te- the other team to be one-dimensional. But the yeah. Cowboys offense refuses to do that and apparently refused to do that basically any other time short of the Tampa Bay game week one. And I think that's what's really frustrating to me is that they could have won this game clearly just based on what happened in the game if they had played it better, if they just played it more correctly. But instead, they spent the entire first quarter with eight plays, negative three yards on yep. offense, and and basically allowed in that time uh, uh, the, the 49ers to score 13, what should have been 21 points, to be honest. Uh, and, 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 you know, say what you will about how well the 49ers played they kept they let you stay in this game they yeah. kicked three yep. field goals in a row in a row instead of scoring touchdowns and and you know a couple a couple times they lined up for field goals when they really should not have and and kept right. the cowboys in this game they, they provided the cowboys plenty of opportunity to stay in this game when they had no business and the cowboys offense uh, couldn't do anything to avail themselves of it couldn't do anything to kind of come over it they could you know they couldn't score points early to make the San Francisco offense one-dimensional. They couldn't score points when they were provided an opportunity by San Francisco in turnovers and late in the game when they were only down a, a, a touchdown. San Francisco gave Cowboys two miracles in the fourth quarter. Two miracles. Two 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 kind of uh, uh, turn side of plays, like situations where you you shouldn't have even gotten an opportunity to, 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 to yep. be in scoring position. The Cowboys were able to score on one, and then the other two, uh, they, they just they couldn't find a way to, to finish the game. Uh, and and that's ultimately tells the tale, you know, is that they got opportunities and they weren't able to avail themselves of them. The the biggest problem I had with the Cowboys defense was just the penalties, right? Like yeah. on the first drive of the game, it's third and five, and Randy Gregory jumps offside, right? Uh, you have a third down, which you get a stop, and Neville Gallimore gets uh, hands to the face. Like they just couldn't stay out of their own way. But as we saw, it really didn't even matter because the offense wasn't doing anything with no. the chances that the defense was giving them. So uh, there's a lot of blame to go around on this team. I just don't think the defense deserves a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, like I said, I, I think the defense versus expectations versus what we expected. Oh, yeah. They played up to expectations. They did what we, what, what we were asking I mean, them to. They Elijah gave the Cowboys- Mitchell. 
I was going to say, Elijah but, Mitchell averaged 3.5 yards yeah. per carry this game. The Cowboys did what, what you what you had hoped they would do. Yeah. I mean, they, it was rough early on, but they survived the, the opening script. And then they kind of evened out and were able to take control of the game. Yeah. Cowboys were ne- The Cowboys' offense was ne- never able to find any kind of stability, and, and that's ultimately what lost this game. All right, let's talk about the Cowboys long-term and how we kind of view the season as a whole. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Bet Bet BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. So last night I was thinking about this game compared to other Cowboy playoff losses like the Packer loss uh, in 2016, the one in 2014. And even the, the Rams loss in 2018, I don't think this loss stings as much as those games because they just got outplayed in this one, right? Like I think they had legitimate cases to make to be made that they could have won all three of those games and they could have won this one, but they were pretty clearly the lesser team on the field, right? My bigger concern is if this team, the way it's currently constructed, can't even get out of the wild card round, we're about to lose a whole bunch of talent and free agency landing. If if not now, when? Because I, I just I don't see this team getting much better going into the next year. Oh, I I mean <laughs> I think they need to blow it up. I mean, like I don't know if I mean all the way blow it up, but honestly, like look, I mean, <laughs> I've got a whole spiel here. <laughs> okay. I, I, I've been the guy, like I said, that has been, you know, kind of let's see, let's see what happens, let's see what happens slow playing this this but they have their opportunity they had their chance like this is this was the opportunity to kind of write all that and and i think even if i had we had seen an effort that was different and failed i feel like it would have been better than what we got but but what we got was just more of the same for the last month it wasn't any different there wasn't any extra level of urgency i could i couldn't tell that this was a playoff game based on you know the way that the team was played or the way that the team was prepared. They were fully healthy. They were playing at home. They're playing a lower seed. There is no more excuses left. Uh, I'm at the point now where uh, I think that they, they need a change in the coaching staff. Uh, I, 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 the I, head I mean, coaching I staff, offensive coordinator, or what do you think? Yeah, all that, honestly. I, I, I think because the problem with this is that, you know, we've all heard – rumors and and you know the adam Schefters and all the jason Lockenforas and talking about the potential that that you know if the cowboys lost this game uh mccarthy could potentially be on the hot seat all of that was predicated on the idea of potentially making kellen moore or dan quinn the head coach 
I don't want either one of those guys as my head coach right now. Maybe Dan Quinn, but I Kellen Moore, like Kellen Moore needs seasoning as an offensive coordinator. I, I'm not giving I'm the man making the head coach. And any team that's that watched last that, that performance last night and thinks that Kellen Moore is ready to be a head coach, good luck. Like honestly, I think that the Cowboys need to consider changing the head coach. Maybe you keep Kellen Moore and see if you can develop him some more. But but look, like the fact that they went into last last night's game and try to roll out the same game plan, the same situation, just like the same stale crap that they've been rolling out for the last you know uh, uh, month, and then just throwing a couple of like lateral trick plays and think that that's like enough to to play in a playoff game. That was embarrassing. The Cowboys are way too talented of a roster to put mm-hmm. out that kind of performance in a in a wild card playoff game. Uh, especially on offense uh, and, and the way that the offense has played in the last month. Um, there's just basic, there's just no excuse at this point. Like, I, I think we, I, I was willing to let it go for a, a certain amount of time, but we get into the playoffs and this is what you, this is what you've come up with for the last month. Absolutely inexcusable. So uh, to me, I think that they need to take a real look at kind of just realigning things. You're right that they have a lot of free agents uh, uh, on their roster and maybe that's an opportunity as opposed to a, 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 a slide against them. Maybe maybe there's a chance to kind of rearrange things a little bit because to me, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of like, you know, you're looking at the situation. Well, what do we do with Cooper? What do we do with, with, uh, with some of these other folks on the wide receivers? It's like, I don't know if I want Cooper back on the team based on what, you know, what we saw from the, this year. I don't know that you know, I want these guys back. I would love to get some consistency. I would love to uh, find a way to get some of these guys that we could rely on to continue to, to remain on this team. But what I'm really sick of, and I, I know I'm not the only Cowboys fan that feels this way, is that we've got a team full of stars that we can't rely on week to week. And that's just yeah, that's just unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, you know that I was a pretty big fan of Mike McCarthy all year long. I thought he did a good job. But this is – after the game was the first time I was thinking, yeah, it, they at least need to consider making a change because they were undisciplined, right? Like – Obviously, penalties, we talk about them all the time. They can be a little bit fluky, can be dependent on the crew. But a lot of their penalties last night were just undisciplined ones, right? And it just seemed like a whole team that was undisciplined. And it just felt like they came out so flat in this game, and I don't understand it, right? Like the 49ers (laughs) walked the ball down the field uh, on the first drive. And then the Cowboys' first drive, it was a sprint right rollout, a second and 10 run, and then a third down basically throwaway. Like it's that's like they rehash their same script from the last month. I mean, I know, I, I, I that's know, the I thing that's so it. frustrating. It's just that they, they, they are terrible with their opening scripts, which isn't a sign of a great offensive coordinator, to be honest. Like they have, not, they have, they have not started hot. I mean, how how many times did they start hot this season? Like you can count on your hand how many times they started hot. It's and and, and that's you know I, I look I I think we've all accepted the fact that they can finish these games strong and come kind of find a way to pull it out at the end or, or not. Right. Or just, or they don't, but I'm tired of having to suffer through the first parts of game just for the, for them to wake up, you know, with three yeah. minutes left to go in the third quarter. Like that's just not a sign of a very well coached or very well organized team. 
I, I don't disagree. I just uh, kind of racking my brain. Is there an option out there for a head coach that you think would be better for this team? Because that's that's what I keep coming back to. I, obviously, this game is very concerning for a lot of different reasons. But is there somebody out there that you think can actually come in and fix a lot of these problems? No, I, I mean, look, I, I, I don't have anyone off the top of my head. This is all very fresh. I mean, no, I mean, you know, I, I get it, though, because I was doing the same exercise last night. It's like, okay, maybe this is just Mike McCarthy, right? Like, you know, get you into the playoffs, but you're just not going to trust him in, in playoff games. But I don't know. I, I don't, know, I don't know. Look, I don't know if this is Mike McCarthy or if this, but all I know is that what I don't want is, you know, us to get the same group, the three head, three coaches. And and be like, first of all, we don't even know that that's going to happen. Obviously, one of these, two of these three may end up being head coaches. Yeah. But but what I don't want is to be excited, have everyone to be excited about those three coming back. Because honestly, like we've seen enough of that of over a month. I mean, look, I'm kind of keeping Quinn over to the side here a little bit. I'm not as upset with him, even though he's probably the most likely to be gone. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that. But I think that the the offense underneath Moore and 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 uh, McCarthy that needs to be changed. It needs to be shaken up. Uh, and and honestly, it, it reminds me of the situation with the offensive line coach and the offensive lineman, right? Where they ruled the roost. They picked their own offensive line coach, and to their own detriment, they picked somebody who wasn't qualified and wasn't good enough to do the job. I kind of feel like that's what's happening at this point with Kellen Moore and Dak, right? Is that Dak likes Kellen Moore. Dak wants to develop this offense with Kellen Moore. But I don't know that Dak should be in charge of deciding who's doing that necessarily. You're probably right. Uh, I just – I, I don't have good here. answers here. You're no, right. Like, that's the problem. There's no good answers here, right? Like, I don't, like there's no, uh, oh, let's go get so-and-so or, oh, let's do this and this and that. Like, I don't have any answers. Like, this is all very fresh for us. All I know is that – like they like this is the show me game. That was the show me game. There, mm-hmm. there was, there's not like I've been the guy said, been slow playing this. Like, let's see what they do. This, let's see what they do. That was it. And they basically showed you exactly what they showed you for the last month. Yeah. That's not acceptable. That's not something that's not something that's going to get you to where you need to go. So you can either kind of continue to try to roll this out and hope that things get better or you can pull the bandaid off and kind of start fresh and then, you know, hope that, that, that something will kind of develop in, down a new path with a new, with new coach and fresh ideas. What's so frustrating is this is easily the healthiest team I think I've ever yeah. seen for the Cowboys, right? Like from your opening day roster, you had was it two guys that aren't weren't ready. Michael Gallup and Brent Urban and, and I guess Jabril Cox, but right. Like that's it. Right. And that's the showing that you put out there at home against the wild card team that needed to win in the final week of the season to make the playoffs. Like it's and lost really their best concerning. player in the game. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I know. And you still it's, couldn't take advantage of it. I, it just really feels like if this team couldn't get a win in this situation with as talented as they are, how long is it going to be before they're even in this situation again? Right. It, I don't know. Landon. I, that teams was one of the most. Less, yeah. Teams with less talent have gone further in the playoffs. Right? Oh yeah. Like that's that's to me is like that's yeah. your that's your that's your <laughs> that's the thing that's that's hanging these these coaches right now is that look how much talent was on this team. I mean you, you the Will McClay did an incredible job this year, an incredible job of assembling ta- talent. There's depth on this team, 
They've got a lot of great players, a lot of different spots. They've got superstars at all the key positions. And this was the result. Like, uh, I, I don't know where else to put blame besides coaching at this point. Uh, like I said, there, there was other games that were more frustrating to watch and more disappointing. Again, I'm going to point to the 2014, the Dez catch one, the 2016 loss to the Packers. But I think this is maybe the most disappointing season, right? Because at least in 2016 – you won a playoff game, right? And you, you, you at least you had some momentum and you got beat by Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. You can live with that, right? Or that, that was 2014. 2016, yeah. you got upbeat by Aaron Rodgers on a ridiculous throw. <laughs> <and down. laughs> right? This is different, right? Yeah. This, this is different. Um, yeah. The, the Cowboys were the, the better team. Yeah. I understand, that, I understand it was a bad matchup, but, I mean, this is what you 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 go through all the season for is to play in these games. And the Cowboys just melted, just withered in the first three quarters of this game. This game very easily could have been 21 nothing in the first quarter. Very, very easily. They got lucky that the 49ers did a lot of 49ers things, right? Like they yeah. just stalled when they when the, they got in the red zone. If this game is 21 nothing, we're probably looking at it even in even a worse sense, right? I mean, they're putting their backups in at halftime. If yeah. it's 21 nothing at the end of the first quarter. Are you kidding me? Like the Cowboys offense couldn't do anything at that point. And frankly, if it had been 21 nothing at the end of the first quarter, it probably could have been easily 35 to nothing by halftime, just by yeah. the way the Cowboys offense and frankly at that point the defense was playing. Yeah. So, yeah, outside of San Francisco kind of letting Cowboys hang around several different times, you know, and one of those touchdowns was basically off a turnover. So it was, it's yeah, like, it was a 26 yard run by D. He has a 20, yep. 26 yards they had to travel. So it's it's not like this, you know. And 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 again, it kind of goes back to the the call that 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 uh, that Shanahan had made late in the game where he punted. I get that, man. <laughs> Make the Cowboys drive 95 yards. They have not shown the ability to do that, and they didn't show the ability to do that. They didn't need a game either. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of time to talk about this game, to talk about the yeah. coaching staff, to talk about the offseason. Uh, Landon, this is these are gonna be a long couple months here. A lot, a lot of questions that we're gonna have to have answered. Um, but we're here for you. We, you know, we're, we're here. We're all every single we're all day. in this together. <laughs> uh, good news is, offseason never stops. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to start Senior Bowl prep next week, right? Because we've got the Senior Bowl right around the corner. Uh, it's going to be a big draft for the Cowboys considering all their holes they have. We've got uh, free agency coming up. We've got the combine, the draft. I mean, just a ton of stuff. So make sure you are downloading and subscribing to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys next time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.